Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, as we welcome our guest, Corey McCartney, uh, to talk baseball. Corey, we want to bring you on here. First of all, thank you for getting up, being a part of our first Saturday show. Yeah. Where it's official Saturday, even though you've been here with us before. What's your favorite George? Yeah, congratulations, guys. Thank you, buddy. And, and we'll congratulate you in a second, too. But what's your favorite George Lucas movie? If you had, oh to, if you had to pick one. All right, let me put it this That's way. Like, now you're at, now. Is it other than Star Wars or Indiana Jones? You're not going to say, like, American oh, Graffiti, are you? No, I mean, but you're asking me, like, so I was obsessed with Star Wars when I was a kid. You know, I had the poster behind my bed, all that stuff. Uh, I, okay, I, I will pick Return of the Jedi, and I know that's a, it's a, it's a, it's my, my grandpa took me to see that, and I still remember sitting there with him watching Luke come in in the <laughs> Java's palace, and so right. I, it, it may not be the best of them, but I will pick that one just for the Hey, man, it's yours. That's uh, your favorite one. share that with them. No, yeah. that's, 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 we all, we were all reintroduced to Billy D. Williams in that one, too, weren't we? Yeah, man. That's where, that's where uh, Lando Calrissian, I think, showed up. <laughs> For the first time, I could be wrong, but I think that's that's the one. Anyway, man, listen, um, you didn't get us a win last night, Corey, and that's what we have you on for. <laughs> you're, supposed, you're supposed to do that, <laughs> right, my, my but where do we? Uh, we talk to you every week, and you know, as as the weeks go on throughout the course of a long baseball season, you know, there's really not much to die, uh, dissect, really, other than just you know. Little things here and there, but when you had Acuna sitting out yesterday, and and you know he came back just a week or so ago, is there anything we should worry about? No, I mean it's you know it's just a, a mild groin strain. I just think they're being precautionary at this point. Uh, you know, before Wednesday's game, uh, Brian Snicker said they were going to bring him in on Friday and just kind of see where things were and, and take it from there. And um, they weren't comfortable with him taking the field yesterday. Acuna did say he will be back today, though. You know, they've got this weird. I know that they said before they didn't want him playing on a day game after a night game, and they've kind of, you know, blurred lines a little bit there. But they're playing earlier today at 4 o'clock tomorrow. They play at 1130 uh, on, you know, the the uh, really, really early game on Peacock. So, um, I you know, I, I think they were just being more precautionary with it more so than it's anything to get worked up about. Spinning time with the wayfort.com hotline with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey, J- at Corey J. Hey, McCartney. What? Can I follow up on something he just said? Well, what? I want to get his thoughts on, you know, how, how the watching of the Braves this weekend. Yeah, I was going is... to ask him that. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you just we said have, you have, do it, man. We're having to search to find the Braves this weekend, doing some different things. You just your thought on that and this being the shape of things uh, to come. We're only going to get more of this, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it is strange, right? I mean, I will say, though, I really like the Apple um, presentation. I think the the graphics they have, I, I, I really do enjoy it. Uh, the wind probability, uh, the, you know, probability factor that they have down in the corner, you know, I would almost rather just see something more statistical down there. But I think their, their graphics package just looks great. And, um, you know, local product, Melanie Newman, who, you know, does play-by-play for the, the Orioles on the broadcast as well, so kind of a cool tie for Atlanta. Thought so too. I, I thought I, I watched and I said, "Okay, this is different, but it's okay. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad." So you know, more of that is going to be coming on the way. Uh, we're going to get Charlie Morton tonight. You're going to get maybe see him continue in the way he's been going. I mean, he got off to a little bit of a bumpy start this season. You like to see him go out and have a good effort. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with him that you're watching for is just the swing and misses, right? I mean, that's something that has been, you know, kind of the bread and butter for him since he you go back to 2017 when he reinvents himself, you know, with the uh, with the the Astros and goes on to have a couple All Star seasons there, and um, you know that he that was just what he was doing on the regular was getting guys to swing and miss, especially you know on that curveball that he sets up with the four seamer. Um, he really struggled with that uh, during those first four outings, but you saw it there again uh, his last time out. He had 11, 11 swings and misses. So what's he able to do there? I'm not, you know, I don't know if it has anything to do, you know, specifically with the, the inconsistencies in the baseball, um, but the spin rate wasn't what it was a lot of the times what we saw last year. So I'm really watching what he, what kind of bite is he able to get on that curve because it's just a huge weapon for Morton. Hey, um, Corey, how do you feel about the ebbs and flows of the lineup and the way Snicker's been presenting it with guys, you know, in no one particular position? It just seems like he's wakes up every day and says, oh, I'm going to do it this way, or I'm going to have this guy lead off, or I'm going to have Dabney, uh, Dansby down in the nine position or the, the two position. How he's, how, how he's operating and, and um, putting out this lineup from series to series. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of it is is – the, the byproduct of Acuna not regularly being out there, right? Because I think, you know, you don't have Vanzi Swanson hitting leadoff like you did, you know, this past series, uh, you know, with, with if Acuna's up there. I mean, Demera, I think, has is, is kind of been like Acuna light, and I think he's, you know, he's been uh, five. I actually thought he did a great job there last night. There just wasn't enough uh, production directly behind him. And that kind of, I think that's the bigger issue, right? You know, you can try to slide Marcelo Zuna down. You can move a hot Travis Darno up. Um, you know, but the fact of the matter is, your two, three, and four guys of largely Matt Olson, Austin Riley, and Marcelo Zuna. Um, you know, and you look at OPS with uh, with those three guys, I and mean, this is a, they're they're fifteenth uh, in the league, so they're they're middling. Uh, you know, at this point, with the guys that were really going to be the biggest weapons for them. So, um, you know, we it, 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 talk about lineup machinations or lots of Acuna. To me, right now, I mean, a, a big focus has to be on what they're not getting from the guys who really make up the heart of the order. You mentioned Travis DeMere, th- thoughts about him and um, the fortune this team has to have him, um, you know, on the roster and available and how he's really making the most uh, of his playing time. Yeah, I mean, he's been, honestly, I mean, he's been through a, a lot when you think about, you know, the fact that he, you know, came up, you know, with this organization, uh, you know, after getting traded over from the, uh, you know, from the, the Rangers. And, you know, I, I remember sitting down with him at spring training years ago and he really felt like, Okay, this team's got Austin. They've got you know uh, Dansby Swanson at shortstop. They've got uh, Ozzy Albies at second. I want to be the third baseman in that mix. Um, you know, they obviously end up trading him to the Tigers, and uh, along with Joey Wentz, when they got uh, you know uh, Shane, uh, Shane Green, and you know he didn't work out for him all that well in Detroit. 
Um, but he's able to make his way back over. And, you know, it, I mean, I, I, it, it's, it's, in, it's interesting to think where this team would be defensively uh, in that outfield if they didn't have him. And then what he's been able to provide of late from an offensive standpoint. I mean, you know, hitting 28% above league average. And um, you, know, you saw it last night, the abilities that he has from an uh, athleticism standpoint. Um, it, obviously, he's got that inside the park home run on his resume this year uh, as well. Um, I, I think he's been a lot of fun to watch. And, uh, you know, again, a guy who's been through a lot to get to this point. He's another local product uh, that you've you know, seen making an impact for this team. I, I know it's been a long time coming for him in a Braves uniform. Corey McCartney joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Let's take a second to talk about the show, man. The new show, You and Grant. That's right. Yeah, you can find uh, my, myself and Grant McCauley on uh, Friday nights from 5 to 7 on from the Diamond. So, um, you know, if you can't get enough – of your Braves, and we'll come at you on Fridays. Well, most of, excuse me, on Sundays, most of the time we'll be able to hit you up, uh, you know, after the games are over with. Um, so, you know, kind of your weekly wrap around uh, everything Braves, and we'll, we'll take, take a spin around the majors as well. What's the name of the show again? From the Diamond. From the Diamond. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Dude, you're going to get too big for you to come on with us now. I know it. He's uh... <laughs> You're going to be too big. You're going to be you big guys, time. I told you before, you guys – now you guys are the my morning coffee on the weekends, right? So I, I have no choice. He's <laughs> yeah, no choice. Not that he enjoys doing it. I got no choice. Yeah, to be here. That's right. <laughs> he got to be here. I understand. Hey, listen, I was going to say, are you surprised that um, San Diego picked up Robinson Cano? Yeah. And your thoughts on him? And you got to say this out loud. He's on the he's on the tail end of a was it nearly two hundred and fifty two hundred forty million dollar contract, ten year deal. The dude has lost $35 million of it from, sus- from drug suspensions. Wow. $35 million bucks just left on the table for being a knucklehead. But the question is – Yeah, I mean – Go ahead, Corey. No, I mean, it's sad, right? I mean, you think about, you know, a guy that, you know, early on in his career was on a trajectory where he was setting himself up, uh, you know, along with Roger Hornsby, uh, you know, as the great second baseman of all time. I mean – you know, I mean, it's really sad what the career went to, you know, in terms of the multiple PED suspensions and obviously a year-long suspension. Um, he was, you know, just really struggling with the Mets this year. It's going to be interesting to see what he's able to do uh, with the Padres, though, you know, in a limited role. I think he's still got a little something left, and I think the fact that you have the DH and you can bring him in, you know, off the bench. Uh, he, I mean, this team's missing that little, you know, that, that piece that they had with Fernando Satis. Anyway, Machado has been fantastic. Eric Cosmer, you know, those two guys are, you know, in the top four in the league uh, across guys who have seen the biggest increase in slugging percentage year over year. But they're, to have the, you know, the potential of what Robinson Cano could bring, I just don't know how much he has left. Um, but, you know, certainly, you know, willing to, to pull the trigger on a guy that you're really not paying anything for. I mean, that's the fact of the matter the Mets are still having to eat that yeah, and they're they going to be able to get him at the minimum. I mean, that's, that's the, it's, it's a, it's a win-win proposition. San if he fails, cut him loose. If you get something out of him, you know, maybe you struggle with the guy who just needed to change the scenery. Does something like that kind of, kind of strike a fire to need maybe some guys in that club, clubhouse and say, okay, he's coming to get somebody's playing time. He ain't getting mine. Uh, does he have, <laughs> maybe have that kind of effect on, on this team? Well, if you're Steven Voigt, uh, I would, I would, excuse me, Luke Voigt, I would hope so. You know, uh, you know, you know, Luke Voigt, you know, has really been uh, struggling, you know, with this this team. I mean, I mean, he he's been out with an injury, but once he comes back, I mean, you've got the potential that maybe you have some kind of a of a platoon there. But you know, he didn't get consistent playing time with the Yankees, and that's the reason why 
you know, he ends up in San Diego and you know, I think it's got to feel like a little bit of deja vu potentially for him. But yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would almost think if you're, if you're him, you know, you thought you had an opportunity here, then they bring in a, a guy that, you know, has a resume as a resume. I don't know that he still has anything left, but has a resume. You start to wonder what kind of an impact that has on you. What'd you think of the rat up in New York? If he saw it, <laughs> he saw it. Did I thought you? we were going to talk. Well, you almost wonder, like, what, what's worse? Is the rat in New York or the, the raccoon that they caught at the Arkansas game last night? <laughs> well, at least they call oh. this rat the, the rally rat because he showed up on the field that the Mets actually won, right? That's a right. New, a New York rat they didn't give a glove to and a, and a cap. <laughs> before we leave here, you said something that was interesting. You created a barbershop conversation. So before you get out of here, when you're talking about Robinson Cano and you talked about him being one of the top second baseman of all time. And so you went to, I would assume, your gold standard for second baseman. Yeah, baseball card-wise, but I don't know that he's the all-time greatest second baseman. You brought up Hornsby. Is that your top if He's your top three second baseman of all time? Or do you have three? Um, I, I would probably go, I, I would probably say Hornsby, Joe Morgan, and Ryan Sandberg. Oh, there you go. The last two, I'm, I'm with you on. I'm with you, I'm with you on, on Sandberg and, and, and Joe Morgan. Hornsby? Or Rogers Hornsby? I guess. I, you know, Braves, I, former Braves manager. Ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm just saying as far as a player. <laughs> All right, we're not done with this. We're going to get your shortstops next time we talk to you. But anyway, congratulations. <laughs> right, good. Congratulations on the new show. Corey yeah, McCartney man. talking chop. Uh, and he is now uh, working with Grant McCauley here at the station. And we will probably have him on again next week because we've got two shows to fill up, man. So don't go anywhere. Thank you as always. All right, guys. Thank you. Take care. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.